Hello! This anniversary episode of the Spark and Monger View will contain adult language, mature situations, apathetic Isekai main characters, a weird half-faced being that speaks in incomplete sentences, annoying side characters, lots of respawns, the absurd amount of manga titles released this year, and hope for 2021. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Monger View, episode 400, I am standing over one million lives. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you guys are doing well during this wonderful, amazing, and strange time that we're living in. Hope you've had a great holiday season, and more importantly, hope you're doing well. I'm doing fantastic because, as I said earlier, this is our 400th Monger View episode. I mean, we've passed 400 episodes combined with all the other podcasts I do, but... 400 episodes for the manga review since we started in 2008 is monumentous. I didn't think we'd reach this far. I keep saying that, but this is kind of like, I didn't know if we'd reach this far, and I'm actually really happy we did this. More importantly, I am shocked that it took this amount of time to get here, which was so much faster than 200 to 300. I did it in half the time and more consistently. I guess it's because I'm becoming a more consistent and better podcaster. Maybe that's why. But... If you're joining us for the first time, one, if you want to check out any of our early episodes, we have 400 mangas to talk about. You can check them out at www.spirekid.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-E-K-N. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. We also have a Discord account that is tinyurl.com forward slash s-p-i-r-a-d-i-s-c-o-r-d that's spira discord you can join in question comment and recommend manga for me to review and talk about and i completely forgot since you're joining us for the first time if you are spire can is some podcast and vanguard reviews about connectly enhanced narratives ironically originally the original acronym name was the society providing informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives now it's these some podcasts and vanguard reviews about connectly enhanced narratives but i digress Every episode, we talk about one or two geeky topics. It could be movies, manga, anime, TV shows. And since it's the manga review, obviously, we talk about manga. And I and my co-hosts tell you the pros and cons about the series. We tell you how the art style is, the character quality, the overarching plot, the actual product uh, design and how it is. And most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly entertaining if you find us on any of those social media sites or at our official website at spyrocon.com remember to like and subscribe now that that's out of the way let's get to some of the basics and beforehand i hope you guys are doing well hope that all of you out there in internet land are having a relaxed and happy holiday i know it's a time after christmas and after hanukkah after kwanzaa when you just kind of relax and slump before the new year hope this is a relaxing time for you and hope things are going well in two days it's going to be 2021 who knows what the fuck's going to happen with that because 2020 has been a complete shit show but we're going to be talking about that in a different podcast our tales from the xxx this new episode is going to be titled tales from the 2020 survivor but i digress this is the manga review we're going to be talking about manga so let's talk about some of the manga news that came out this week and there wasn't really a lot uh, just a couple of big news, nothing too crazy. The first one is that the Twitter account, 
for the editor for Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan manga has made a statement regarding copyright infringement of the manga, stating, and I quote, Kodansha is taking strict action against illegal downloads. Currently I working on identifying the root of the leak, all other illegal downloads are also under discussion with the police. We hope you will continue to enjoy our official products. Long story short, if you are reading or watching Attack on Titan illegally, they are cracking down severely. And if you've looked at some of the stuff that they have cracked down on, it's not pretty. It's not fun and you will get major fines for it. There are tons of ways to check out Attack on Titan the manga. You can read it online uh, through official channels that have paid for it, like Kodansha.com, and uh, Manga Planet, Comicology has it, or do like I did, buy the actual physical manga. That's how you do it. You could do that, or you could just watch the anime on one of the numerous streaming services that are available to you. Um, you can watch it on Hulu, you could watch it on Crunchyroll, you could watch it on Funimation. There are tons of ways to watch Attack on Titan, so do that. I don't mean to be rah, 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 but hey, that's what they say. So now let's get to some tragic news. Now, um, North Star Pictures posted on the Comic Xenon website that Yakuo Gresha's Somali Tomorrow no Kamisama, or Samari and the Guardian of the Forest manga, has now ended due to the author's worsening health. Unfortunately, due to this, this means that Samari and the Guardian of the Forest is not going to have an official ending. I think that they just wrap it up quick or it's just a cliffhanger. Not entirely sure. This is a real shame because this is one of those rare mangas that comes out of nowhere and is so unique. It's worth checking out. Uh, we haven't reviewed this on the website. However, I am putting this on the Wheel of Manga so I can hopefully get to it before... Uh, it passes. This is what happened with Act Age. I'd never put on the wheel of manga, and now that's kind of a manga you don't talk about. Anyway, uh, this is released in English by actually North Star Pictures, if you want to look for it. And I think that's all I get to say about that. So now let's get to some licenses. Yes, we have licensing news. And the first one is from one of the most controversial and insane companies I've talked about this year. Someone who made a promise that they could not fulfill. I'm talking about Fantastia Inc., with Futakia Boys Love Manga Subscription Service. They promoted that they would be able to reach 400 manga by the end of the year. It is literally one day till the end of the year. And guess what? They didn't. And if you look at their release notes for today, they've got rid of that promise that we're going to have 400. It just says, we have 150 titles right now. Ha! However, enough of that gloating. They're... Their official news is that they have licensed 22 new titles from Iwa Publishing. And as usual, they're going to change the, t the English title later on. They're going to announce when they're going to be released and all of that. And if you go to the service, you can read the first chapter for free. Then you have to pay for the rest. But the titles that have been picked up by Iwa Publishing by Fantasia Inc. are going to be Murokido by Shundai, Kumei Wakoi no Yowai by Sawako, Alpha Ga Alpha Wo Dakahoho by Tokishiba, Ozaku no Kiss no Yuke by Oma Wu, Ojisan to Ore no Koiwazaru by Yohei Hino, Gochizo sama Virgin Cherry by Gomoroiki, Sufritu Nakakoi no Oshinai by Ichino Iai, Sono ka Mitare, Gamawa Dakenai by Umako Haria, Vampire Itadas, or sorry, Vampire Itadakimas by Abuku, Fuck Night Reversal by Kazuwa Naruse, Baby Love Sitter by Nondo Nondo, Hina Hajimeste no Kuseni by Ryotaro, 
Love Sex Show by Kyo Amamiya, uh, Gukume no Alpha by Kotaro Kashima, Kimi wa Boku no Koto wo Suhashishige Teru by Koko Aino, Wakadane no Hiro Neko by Kei, Matene Inu no Shiksuketai by Noda Matsumoto, Fujijen Itoka Kawisegete Shigatanai by Rita uh, Takahiro, Maishu Shiyo Dansitore de Mate by Arat Kata, Mirega Michiru by Semitsu, Michi ni Kimo to Shitai Koto by Kogamo, and finally, Risu no Kobito Himamiya-kun by Satsukide. Well, like I said, they're releasing this. This is what's coming out, 22 new volumes, and they did not reach that 400 for this year. Hopefully they'll reach it by next year. We'll see what happens. But let's get to the other big licensing news, and this is by Manga Planet, and it's kind of cool. They have re- licensed five new manga from Hobby Japan, and each one is equally insane. So first off, we have Death Ball. And this is by Kenji Muzuta. And the summary for this is, This may seem just like baseball, but when you switch out the bats for weapons and the balls for bullets, is it even still just a game? When idol Yuki Tengoku accidentally throws an unbelievable pitch, she gets invited to play for the lowest-ranked death ball team, Dangerous. But when she's dropped right into a game where nothing is off-limits, everyone has superpowers and special moves, and any wrong move could lose her uniform... Is her uncontrollable hard fastball Titanic enough to keep her afloat? This sounds fucking insane, and I gotta admit, I'm intrigued. Uh, next one is Kuichi Desga Izekai de Joshu Hajimashita. And this is by Hiroyuki Kagami, with art by Rika Kamayoshi, and character design by Goban. And this one is about Hiroto Kuyokawa, a completely ordinary high school freshman. That is, until he's sucked into another world by the power of a mysterious old map. As the so-called Differente, a savior from another world, the lord who summoned him commands him to rid their world of vampires. However, Hiroto chooses another option. He plans to start a country where different races like vampires and mummies can coexist. This one is an Isekai, and it's a little different. I gotta say... I do like the premise of it, and also the artwork looks really cool. So, this one I am going to definitely check out. Not as much as Death Ball, but this one is going to be kind of fun. Next one is Hagare Yusha no Etekai. And this is created by Tetsuo Uezu, with art by Haji Nakason, and character design by Tamago no Kimi. Now, in a world where teenagers are often sucked into other worlds regularly, there is an international organization called Babel, which trains and teaches returnees to control the magic they have brought back from different worlds. Two of their young students returning from the world, Alizard, are brother and sister, Akutsuki and Miyu Osawa. There are only some little problems here. They aren't actually related. Miyu is the daughter of Alizard's Dark Lord, and Akutsuki doesn't have magic. Bum, bum, bum. Interesting kind of what happens after an Izekai occurs. The last time I saw something like this was this one series where it dealt with uh, organizations that job is to fix worlds that are fucked up because of Izekai characters. Uh, so this one might be a great turn on its head for Izekai. Not entirely sure. Next one is Johai Shogun Matai Yabureru. And this is by Shinkuro Hoji with art by Suyoshi Watanabe. And character design by Soichi Ito. 
for her first battle, Tina, the young daughter of the world's strongest knights, the Knights of Vazamund, is the fight for the kingdom of Hemanel. Here she comes across the infamous legendary mercenary Dudarkas. Although he may have fought opposite her own father and brother in the past, surely there is something she can learn from fighting alongside him. But is there anything worth learning from someone who has lost every battle he's ever fought? This one, meh. Not Izakai, but meh. But I could be wrong. The last one is Ayakashi Convenience, with art and story by Yukio Harai. And after the death of her grandmother, Akarai moves from Tokyo to stay with her widowed grandfather. She takes up a part-time job in the convenience store Ayahashi, sitting right on the town's border in the mountains. There's just one problem. When night falls, not all the customers arriving are human. This one sounds fun. This sounds like Restaurant to Another World or uh, Otherworldly Restaurant Nobu. And it's just, instead of it being a restaurant, it's a convenience store. So this one, I want to check out. Definitely. Now, the English titles and release dates are going to be announced at a later date, but I am excited for Ayakashi Convenience. I'm excited for uh, Hagare Yushino Itakai and Death Ball. Those are the ones that I'm like totally, really excited for. Now, final bit of news. On January 6th, anime script writer Masafuni Nishida is releasing an original work manga in Kodansha's weekly shonen magazine titled Tesla Note. Now, this super-orthodox spy action manga features characters in an intelligence war about the end of the world. This one should be cool because Masafune Nishida worked on Tiger and Bunny, and that story is pretty tight, so I'm kind of excited for Tesla Note. So, that's it for the news. Let's actually get to the manga review of the episode, because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga... For the 300th time, and it dictated to be they're reviewing a manga that was written by Naoki Yawakaza and illustrated by Akinari Now. This is published by Kodansha and released by Kodansha USA. Um, originally came out 2016 to present. There are 10 volumes, and currently last season, the official anime came out for this. It is a fantasy izakai series that is known simply as Shakuman no inochi no uen ni ore wa teteru or i'm standing on a million lives now this manga is your typical izakai series where you have a main character who's sent to another world for reasons and stuff happens however the stuff that happens are very different because our main character is yusuke yatsuya who is very apathetic in life when he goes to his meeting for let's get you ready for high school or college, he doesn't want to do anything. He wants to go home and play video games because he's totally apathetic. Due to a past which they hint at throughout the series, which is dealing with him having to move from the country to the city, he's become very apathetic at everything and he hates everybody. He hates the city. He doesn't give two shits about anybody. He's not a bully, but he's just like, I don't want to deal with anybody. And... One day, two of his classmates kind of keep running into him, and they end up in the same room together, and he ends up, suddenly, in another world with his two classmates, who are named Iyoshindo and Kusui Hakozaki. And as they're standing there in this weird, mystical world, he's like, what the hell happened? A weirdo shows up. They tell him, look, a pervert's going to stand behind you. Don't worry, just listen to him. He turns around, freaked out, because someone puts his hand on his shoulders, and there is a naked, white dude 
like completely white with a star over his crotch and half a face. And he speaks in half language. He's like, greet, you have been chosen. And through what you read, it determines he's been chosen to assist in this weird thing. He has a mission. His mission is simply to, for the first part, he has to fight two goblins and finish the job that the town wants. That's it. That's what him and the group have to do. And then he spins. The roulette wheel shows up, just like the Wheel of Manga, but this one has all the different jobs you could have, all the different roles you could have in this mystery world. Yoshindo is a magician, has the power of wind, magic of wind. Kind of cool. But then you have Kazuo Hakuzaki, who is supposed to be their tank, has the ability to make a big sword. However, in the real world, she is very frail, so she's not really good at using a sword. So they're kind of screwed. However, Yosuke, he's a guy. Hopefully he'll get a really awesome power. And when the roulette wheel spins, what does it give him? The ability, the role of farmer. So he has the ability to grow things. He has increased stamina and he has two weapons which will attack the ground and cut plants. If he tries to attack any creature, well, his weapons break. And they are sent on their first quest, which is discover a town, any town, and then do whatever the master says, which is they have to fight a giant troll that's trying to attack them. Now, the crazy part is they die a lot. However, as long as one of the members is alive, they will regenerate. Kind of. If something eats one of your limbs or you are immobilized in a certain way, parts of your limbs won't return. So, like, at one point, one of the character's arm gets eaten and that arm never comes back. Until the monster dies and they get the arm back. So it's kind of impediting. So in order to fix things, what uh, Yosuke has to do is he has to level up so he gets stronger so he can actually do physical damage. But then he finds out that when you reach level 10, you actually will change your rank. So you get a different role. And his second role, which does a lot more damage than being a farmer, is a chef. So essentially he multi-classes. He goes from farmer to chef. Chef has a knife that will cut through anything. And he can cook and he gets XP from cooking and from farming. And then they end up beating the big bad guy. They go back to the real world. And it's kind of cool. But then the weird game master shows up and tells him, okay, you have to find the next person. What I need you to do is you have to hit on her. And the game master tells him where to go. He goes there to a high school where in a bathroom, the next girl, whose name is Yuka is being accosted by her quote-unquote friends because they're bullying her. So what he does is he's confused, like, what the hell's going on? I don't know, maybe I can save the day, be cool. And what he does is he saves her by destroying all the girls' phones like a crazy person and then running away. He saves her life, they end up walking together, and it's like they're kind of being cool with each other, but then... He disappears two days later. They're all teleported. Same situation happens, except the girl Yuka is like, what the hell? That's the pervert. He's like, he's not a pervert. He was supposed to do this because of the game master. And she ends up just having an attitude the entire time. And just, I get where she's coming from because Yuka is not your typical, well, all these characters are very fully developed. You have um, Yuka, who her whole thing is that she is a 2D obsessed geek girl she loves her anime she loves her social games and she thinks this is kind of cool but she's just weird and she has a lot of trust issues because she doesn't want to be bullied and that leads her to 
like make friends with the bullies that were messing with her and she caused her bullying because she said some smack to some of these girls i mean you also have lushindu or yoshindu who her whole thing is that she she has a shit ton of issues um going over some of it just she is the daughter of a yakuza guy and when she was younger she made friends with a uh a tall girl who inspired her to be smart and intelligent. And then because she was quote unquote ugly, the girl killed herself. And you now does never wants to be bullied. And so she tries to be the best she can be at everything. And that's really cool. However, by her getting involved in this weird game, she has lost her ability to be athletic. And that's going to cause problems with her later on. So all these characters are all very, I want to say that they're all just messed up in some way. And they're all coming together to be better people because of what they learn and what's going on. Like, And their personalities change. Like, Kusue is, in our world, super frail, but she gets power in the other world. But she's still very timid and doesn't want to kill things. And then when she starts to kill things, or learning how to fight, she gets a little more brave and a lot more just empowering. And she just she's starting to get to be a better person and that's kind of cool seeing that and this goes on till we get a couple other characters but there's there's more going on that i've skipped over a lot more that i've gone on there's other characters like one really cool character who's a female knight who likes to kill people there's a whole issue involving a of two countries that are fighting over religious freedoms it's a very overly involved and intriguing Isekai series that's a little addictive, but to be honest with you, I still can't get over the fact that something about Yusuke rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is. I can't really put my finger on it. He's a little reprehensible. He's kind of an asshole. Some of the things that he does are really questionable at times, and it's not bad, but it's just like there are other ways you could have done this. I just, I don't know, something about the personality just doesn't fit because he's very selfish and he disrespects those who work harder than him and just while well, he's very intelligent he's super calculating and cold and logical which is kind of cool but later on in the series is a point when he f- discovers something about the world that they're going to which kind of shocks him and as opposed to him being kind of like humbled by what's going on it's he gets very machiavellian and very like yes only you know the weak should be destroyed and it's like this is the beginning of a villain and while that could have been cool to start off with this isn't where it started and it just it's well anyway i have thoughts the art style is okay the whole concept of the game master speaking half sentences is kind of novel but there are better Izekai out there. There are much better Izekai out there. I will admit after reading this series, I did binge watch the anime and to see if I can if I miss something. And the anime is pretty spot on. But we're talking about the manga and something about the manga just bugs me. I don't know why. However, that's nothing that's my own personal bias. So overall, this is a very standard Izekai where you you have a flawed main character who goes, but instead of him going from innocent to violent or violent to innocent, this is just someone who's apathetic who just stays apathetic and doesn't seem to have a character arc. 
Everybody else has major character arcs. He has some elements of it, maybe, echoing in. But it leaves me kind of stuck on where I should put this. But if you're joining us for the first time, or if you need to be reminded, Spark and Manga Review does not use letter grades or uh, numbers to tell what we think about manga. We use phrases. And just going for our ranking, our lowest ranking is take it to a priest, purify it, and burn it. That means this manga is reprehensible, not worth reading, or terrible. It's a very low status. Our second lowest rating is going to be typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. Generally, this means that there is one redeeming factor for this, or and that's it. The rest is garbage, but there's something that saves it. Maybe it's a character. Maybe it's art style. Maybe it's something in the plot that draws you in. Next is A Gift from a Crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. Enough said. It's mediocre. It's okay. It might be worth reading if you're desperate, but not great enough where it's awesome. Our next highest rating is going to be Borrow from a Friend and Don't Return Unless Offered Pocky. This is pretty close to being amazing. This is our second highest rating, and it's a good rating. This is, there's probably one thing that screwed it up, or just didn't push far enough, but it's amazing. It's worth borrowing from someone and reading it and never returning it. You might not pay for it, but it's fucking awesome. And then there's our highest rating. Really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze your eyes to solve and your soul be forfeit to the great Zolma Gustar. Bwahaha. Actually, I'm thinking about changing this just to really, really, really fucking cool at this point. Because we've changed over time. We've evolved. We've gotten older. And since this is episode 400, let me know what you think. Should we keep the full rating or just keep it to really 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 fucking cool let me know but this is it's a perfect manga it's amazing what are you doing read it now and out of our rating system i have to give i'm standing on one million lives a gift from your crazy aunt muriel it's okay there's some really cool elements in this later on when you see um a whole story arc involving drugs and how they accomplish it like there's an entire story arc just based around Dealing with drugs in this Isekai world. That's kind of cool and inventive. Just, it just, the wheels are spinning a little bit. Too little, too late with some stuff. Some things do not come across clean. Some things don't go as well. But it's okay. If you disagree with me, you can email me personally at Zan. That's X-A-N at Spirekin.com. Or you can uh, message me at Spirekin on Twitter. Let me know what you think. I'm willing to always debate about why I think a series is better, or I'm willing to concede if you give me a good point. So let me know what you think. So now that the review is done, now before we get to the regular parts of the podcast, which include the licenses from yesterday, which are the new releases, and our favorite part of the episode, The Wheel of Manga, we're actually going to be talking for a second about my top 20 manga of the last 100 episodes. Now, these go all over the place. They're starting with 301 and ending with this episode. And there are 20 manga. Now, I tried breaking it down to 10, but there are too many good ones. And this is my podcast, so I can go to 20. So here are, in no particular order, my top 20 manga of the last 100 episodes. Now, we're going to start off with how heavy are the dumbbells you weigh? Dumbaru. This manga is insane and crazy and stupid and weird and super strange and I love it. 
It is a sports manga that made me want to start working out. And I got to admit, the technical aspects of it have helped me squat better, do push-ups better, and do uh, weights better. Gotta say, it's pretty cool. Next one, Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba. Now, this manga is one of the best shonen manga I've read in a long time. It's got a great hook to it, compelling characters, and I gotta admit, the design of when you see the different forms being used, doesn't matter what style, but how it shows with using the water blade, how it looks like ripples of water, or the lightning technique, which it looks like lightning. Well done. Also, gotta admit, I love how the demons are designing this. Creepy, twisted, but unique. Even though our main villain does look like Michael Jackson. Next one. The Ideal Sponger Life. A kind of Isekai series, not Isekai series, about a guy who ends up getting married to the matriarch of a alternative world country where he brings all his stuff and ends up becoming involved in their politics a little bit this one is a great setting for a marriage story well done it's got nice elements of being married and i gotta say very well fun next one another izakai ascendance of a bookworm what can i say this Isekai series really makes me smile about a bookworm who's stuck in a world with no books. So what does she do? She ends up deciding to make books. This has a great anime adaptation, but more importantly, it's a great light novel series with a great manga adaptation. Puts a big smile on my face. Next one is Blank Canvas, My So-Called Artist Journey uh, by Akiko Hagashimura, and this is a autobiographical manga about someone's journey into the art world. This one tugs at the heartstrings and has some beautiful artwork and shows that Akio Hagashimura does have talent as an artist as well as a manga. So, following is Skull Faced Bookseller Honda-san. If you've ever worked at a bookstore, you relate with this manga completely. Trippy, weird, and very satirical. Uh, for the art lover in me, Cats of the Louvre, this manga is beautifully drawn. And it tells a very surreal story that is memorable and just a true coffee table manga that you could show to non-manga fans and they'll enjoy it. Um, next manga I reviewed that is in this top 20, Blue Period. A manga about a young man's journey into the art world. If you've ever done art, you will totally get where this manga is coming from and sympathize with all of the trials and tribulations that occur. Uh, the following manga is also on this list. We have Spy X Family, a comical, weird manga about a bunch of liars who get together to make up their own family. And this manga proves that Family doesn't mean that you're connected by blood. Family are the insane people who stick with you through thick and thin, no matter what the problem is. Also, telepathic dog. Pretty cool. Um, you have He and His Cat. This is a manga about an old man who gets a cat. And as being someone who has a cat, I sympathize and love this manga so much. This is one of those old man mangas that's just kind of cool because it's dealing with being a pet owner. And this actually inspires me to work on a panel for one of the future conventions, if we have conventions, which is just about mangas about pet owners. I think this will be a great idea. Anyway, 
Next one is one of the more recent mangas I reviewed. We're talking about Apothecary Diaries, the manga of a young woman who ends up in the inner circle of a harem, and it's her job to be the food taster. And she is, well, <laughs> kind of suited for it because she's obsessed with poisons. This is a memorable, romantic, and strange manga set in China. Um, then you have Tonikawa Kawaii, or Fly Me to the Moon, another manga about marriage. But this one is a trippy rom-com that potentially has to deal with aliens. We're not entirely sure. Highly recommend it. Um, the next one is a Isekai Guilty Pleasure, and that is... My next life as a villainess, all roads lead to doom, or affectionately known as Bakarina. The insane, crazy Isekai, where a girl ends up in an Otohime game, and she just has to be, the, she's a villain, and she wants to be the good guy, and all the craziness around it. Weird, sad, depressing, strange, and just, your heart goes out to Bakarina because she's so stupid. Um, anyway. Going on, uh, Way of the House Husband. This is my favorite manga of this year. This would be my number one, but I said it's a random list, so it's all over the place. This is the true Tao of being a house husband. An awesome Yakuza guy who does everything he can to be the best husband he can be for his wife, even though he's totally still a Yakuza thug. I love just seeing him going to the supermarket and like he's like, hey, you got the white stuff cut nice? And the... Lady's like, uh, we don't sell it here. He's talking about flour. Oh, yeah, we have flour. <laughs> anyway, so getting near the end of this list, the next one is the Quintessential Quintuplets, a unique harem series with some great characters in it. This one was tied for me with uh, Bokuben. We never learned. However, what pushed it over the edge is that with Bokuben, they give you... The ultimate ending for any Isekai or any harem series. You get multiple endings. They're all canon. This one, it gives it forces you to have an ending, but the ending works. I may not agree with it, but I think it works well and it's described in a very unique way. Anyway, next one is another romantic series. We're talking about Watakoi. Uh, love is hard for otakus. This is a unique sentence series that deals with love at the workplace. And it's surreal and crazy, and I gotta say, it's pretty cool to see that my wife Greta's work shows up in manga in this manga. So, yeah. Now going a little old school, Osamu Tezuka's Dororo. The manga about a man who is trying to hunt down demons to get his body parts back. Ageless, and still holds up to this day with how violent and amazing it is. Uh, after that, we have Golosseum. Um... How do I explain Golosseum? Well, Hulk Hogan and Vladimir Putin fighting with each other while one man gives a hundred person suplex to kill someone. Completely crazy and what the fuck. Uh, we're getting to the last two. Battle Angel Alita or Gunnam. This manga is cyberpunk to a T. Still holds up. Still crazy. Don't read the, the sequel series. Just the original... Alida is worth checking out. Amazing series about a girl finding her humanity in a crazy world where the haves are flying in a city and the have-nots are in the scrapyard. And then finally, our last manga that we're going to be talking about that is on my list of my top 20 manga of the last 100 
manga I reviewed is going to be Umaru-chan. Why? Because all of us are Umaru. We all act like normal, civilized human beings outside. But when we get home, we want to take off our clothes, put on our pajamas, and just sulk and watch anime and play video games and just veg out and act like a kid. And that's why Umaru is it. And those, my dear listeners, are my top 20 manga of the last 100 manga that I reviewed. If you've been listening since the beginning or since the last since episode 300 let me know what are your favorite manga reviews i did which are the ones that you read and you enjoyed or which are the ones that you hated let me know so with that in mind let's get to the last two parts of this podcast because it's almost a new year and i know i've got a lot to do so first off we have our manga releases for december 29th 2020 there are 13 we have a terrified teacher at ghoul school volume 9 Alpharetta from Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero, The Light Novel, Volume 4. Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 5, The Light Novel. Eden Zero, Volume 10. High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World, Volume 9. Nirvana, Volume 5. Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World, Volume 5, The Light Novel. Restaurant to Another World, The Light Novel, Volume 4. Actually, this is not true. I looked online. It's released digitally, not in print. I have to wait till February to get the print version. Kind of depresses me a little bit because I'm really excited for this volume. Anyway, uh, Sadako and Nada, Volume 4. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Trinity and Tempest, Volume 2. The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Another World as an Aristocrat, Volume 1, The Light Novel. Witch Hat Atelier, Volume 7. And then finally, Woof Woof Story, I Told You to Turn Me into a Pampered Pooch, Not Fenrir, Volume 5, The Light Novel. Now, as you can guess, the ones I'm excited about are Restaurant to Another World, Witch Hat Atelier, Sadako Anada, and Aphoretta from Commonplace to World's Strongest. Um, which are the ones that you're interested in? Let me know. And now, first off, before we get to that point, I want to thank you for sticking around for the last 400 manga reviews and all the other podcasts. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to Mason, who I started this with. And to everybody who's been a part of this podcast, we try our best to keep this podcast going as long as we can, and we love doing it. So, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And so, with that in mind, let's get to the part that all of you have been waiting for, and this is my 400th time doing this, and I'm so excited. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. So I'm going to spin it, and whatever number it lands on, that slot, that manga that's connected to it, is the one I review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 401, the beginning of a new era of manga. And i got to admit, we've got some great titles on here, and more importantly, a lot of them are new. These are more recent series, and some of them are really going to be a blast. So let us spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, shall we? Number five. So, in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 401, and the first manga review for 2021, I'm going to be reviewing the Naoki Urasawa collection, known simply as Sneeze. 
Will it be good? Will it be bad? Well, we're going to have to wait and find out. So, like I said, thank you so much. Have a great new year. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. Happy New Year, and keep reading manga. See you soon.